and a warm welcome to Being Green. I'm Glynis Crook. As global attention focuses on the coronavirus, something very concerning has been happening almost unnoticed in the Amazon. Satellite data released last Friday by Brazil's Space Research Institute shows there's been a surge in deforestation in the world's largest rainforest. Some 1,200 square kilometers of the Brazilian Amazon was wiped out between January and April, a 55% increase from the same period last year. That's an area about half the size of Greater Cape Town. Then earlier this week, the army was deployed in the region in a bid to halt illegal logging and mining activities. Well, I'm joined on the line now from the UK by Dr. Erica Berenger, a forest ecologist at the universities of Oxford and Lancaster, who has a special interest in the Amazon. Erica, how worrying is this increase? Last year, deforestation soared 85%, and some say it's starting to look like it's going to be even higher this year. Yeah, I believe so. I believe it will be higher this year, because normally, right now in the first semester, in the first part of the year, it's too wet. It's the rainy season. And it's a really difficult part of the year to bulldoze the forest down because it's raining a lot. So normally what you see as the dry season starts to begin, which is going to start now in July and then progresses to the end of the year, it's when it's easier to put the forest down. So that's when illegal deforestation increases. But normally when you see an increase so sharp in deforestation in the beginning of the year, means that the second part of the year will be much worse. But this is in the scenario where we don't have the pandemics. That's how it used to be. We don't know how it's going to be this year as it's so different. We'll get back to the pandemic aspect um, a little later. And But tell me, firstly, who exactly is cutting down these trees? Normally, it's land grabbers. Those are people that uh, they make the most of the low levels of governance in the Amazon. So the Amazon is extremely big, it's almost the size of Europe. It's really hard to keep track of who is the foreign what and where. That's why we have real-time satellite imagery that does the control. But we don't have enough law enforcement to go to these lands and stop deforestation. And when they get to these lands, the lands don't have titles. So we don't know to who the land belongs to. Normally, these are governmental areas that haven't been assigned to anything. So it's absolutely legal. So if it's the government land and there's just John cutting down the forest, you know, John's going to run away and we cannot attribute to him the blame and he cannot be punished. So John is just going to move elsewhere to continue the forest and then plant pasture. And I think that uh, the coronavirus situation is playing a part there in a sense that there are a lot a lot less sort of government officials and environmental people keeping a watch out but tell me how much are president jair bolsonaro's policies to blame for this increase in deforestation since bolsonaro took office in the first of january last year there's been huge increases uh, decreases sorry in the budget of the environmental agency and also his rhetoric has been very against the environment. So he keeps on and on saying that we have too many conservation areas, too many indigenous land, that the Amazon needs to be deforested because that's the only way that Brazil will become a developed country. However, we've been deforesting the Amazon for the past 50 years and we still are not a developed country. So clearly, this just doesn't work. The logic this is doesn't an add old up. view. No, it just doesn't add up. 
Mm-hmm. How important, how vital is maintaining the Amazon um, to curbing climate change? The Amazon is vital for all the world. So globally, because when we have the forest up, it keeps soaking carbon from the atmosphere and the trees keep on growing, keeps locking that carbon down in the forest. But the moment that we cut it, the process is that first we bulldoze down the forest, the forest is down and you cannot plant because all the trees are still there, but instead of standing up, they are laying down the forest. So they are left to dry for a few weeks. It was dry enough that you can set them on fire. That's why we saw so much smoke and so much fires last year because there was an increase in deforestation and fire is an intrinsic part of deforestation. But then all the carbon that was in the forest, when it burns, it goes straight back to the atmosphere, accelerating climate change. And the Amazon alone is a carbon stronghold that equates more or less to a hundred years of U.S. greenhouse gas emissions. That's Hmm. how much carbon the Amazon holds. Wow, so extremely vital. And that point about fires, you mentioned when we spoke earlier this week that these fires, which are linked to the deforestation, is also creating a huge problem for the Amazonas state in Brazil, which is where the Amazon forest is, obviously, and which also happens to be the hardest hit state by COVID-19. Yeah, the perfect storm is being created as we speak, because... As I explained, you need fire to get rid of the forest that are just deforested, because otherwise the vegetation will just sit on the ground. That's the way you completely get rid of the forest. You create a lot of fires, which means a lot of smoke, and a lot of smoke causes respiratory illness to people. So people just cannot breathe properly, have a lot of cough. There's even studies showing that increases significantly the chances of people having lung cancer, those deforestation fires. Now, combine that with a respiratory illness pandemic, because that's what COVID-19 does. So you're going to have people with a compromised um, respiratory system and getting COVID. So the chances of people getting much worse is even higher. And that's what we've seen in some studies showing that in the most polluted areas in Italy and the U.S., pollution caused a significant impact on people's reaction to COVID. Mm. So I think the perfect storm Storms. is about to happen in Amazon. That's very sad. And last point, and we're running a bit um, tight for time here, but sending in the army every year doesn't seem like a long-term solution to this problem. What do you think needs to be done? Completely agree with you. It's not a long-term solution. We need the long-term incentives for all those farmers that are actually complying with the law. But we also need command and control to stop deforestation. But for that, we needed to invest in our environmental agencies, increase their budget, not cut them down. We need to make them stronger and not keep on firing all the people in environmental agency, which is what has been happening for the past 18 months. As Dr. Berenger said, a perfect storm. She's a forest ecologist at both Oxford and Lancaster universities. And that's it for this week. Until next time, from me, Glynis Crook, keep safe. Goodbye. FM.